What's up, ladies and gentlemen? The Podfather Nate here from the Journey into Comics podcast, the flagship show of the Journey into Comics network. I just want to make sure you guys know you can tune in every single Monday for a brand new episode of our show, where if it's comic book related, we've got you covered. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the, I guess, the teaser episode of Crucial Tunes, uh, the music show. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to say. Uh, <laughs> hosted by uh, myself, Chris Plant, from Kids for Sale podcast, and my best bud, Larry Ruzenko. Larry, say hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, so this show is something we're going to start doing uh, on a every other week basis. Um <laughs> Exclusive. But so we figured it's December already, December of 2018. Uh, what better way to start off, kick off our show than to do an episode of just our, our 2018 top 10 favorite albums that came out this year. Um, there's been a lot of good ones this year. It was actually, I don't know about yourself, but it was, it was hard for myself to narrow it down to 10. Every year I just do a 10. This is the first year that I had to do a 20 in my life. Yeah, it, there's there was a lot of bangers this year, and like it, it's not just. I mean, we're in a pop punk band together, so there is going to be. I I in my list personally, I know there's a couple of pop punk albums. I got a few, yeah. But you know, I feel like we listen to a, a decent enough variety of music that uh, that there should be a good mix and and uh, everything. And I also have some honorable mentions that we can do at the end of the episode. And, sure. Um. The first thing I wanted to do, though, uh, I don't know if you have any of these or not, but I I came up with like a list of albums that like I had really looked forward to because I liked the the other bands, you know, the band's other works or people had told me all about it, and then I I listened to it and I was bummed. Sure. So I have a few of those that I wanted to like right off the bat. I'm gonna say, and everyone's this is everybody's gonna shut it off right here because I'm gonna say Sleep. Did you listen to the Sleep album this year? I'm not into Sleep. It, it's it's a stoner metal band. And uh, I guess they haven't put out an album in, what, 20 years or something, something like, like that. that? Yeah, some crazy shit. And everybody was like, oh, Sleep, they're putting on new... I, I hate... I'm not going to say I hated it, but it's just it's it's not my thing, man. I don't I don't get it. It's 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 stoner metal. It, it all sounds... It's uh, slow and, and Again, it's, <laughs> a, lot of people are, a lot of people are going click right now just because I yeah, said well, that, but whatever. They can turn it off and smoke weed and listen to slow metal. Um, but, you know... Another one that was a real disappointment to me uh, was I don't you you listen to Ben Howard at all ever? Nope. Ben Howard is a, like a singer songwriter does acousticy stuff and uh, I love him I love his old stuff he put out a new album this year and I just I don't get it I don't get what direction he's going with it it's really super crazy like uh, overboard like overproduced I feel like his other stuff was a lot simpler and it sounded a lot better sure. but, um. I don't know. I'm a, is this is this going anywhere? This 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 disappointing albums of 2018. <laughs> do you, do you have any disappointing um, albums? I don't know if it came out this year. I think it either came out this year or really late last year. But I was really hyped for that Code Orange record, and I was not into it, like at fucking all. There was a Code. I'm sorry. I'm eating ramen. 
there was a Code Orange album this year, and it was not as good as their their last one. Um, oh shit! What was their last album called? Uh, the, with the green. I'm King. I'm King. Yeah, that, that one rules. That one rules. So I thought this album was gonna rule, and it sounded the like follow up was not like a, a shitty version of Fear Factory. Yeah, that is. It's which wasn't into it. I I didn't I didn't hate it, but yeah, that was that was a disappointment. I was expecting more from them, and for sure, because um, it got like unreasonably big, really fucking fast. Well, this they signed to Roadrunner, which oh yeah, they Roadrunner Roadrunner has done a lot for getting them on like the mainstream circuit for for a hardcore band, you know. And uh, actually, it's funny. Like when they first got signed to Roadrunner, I, there was like they were quoted saying like, "Oh, we're not going to be playing these stupid festival circuits with like Killswitch Engage." I don't. I think they called out Killswitch Engage specifically or something. Now, all they play but, is festivals, but with now they play festivals with Killswitch Engage, and like that's all they do. I know. So they they really. Uh, Why would you not want to do that? I don't know. I don't know because they're they're a cool hardcore band. They can't be no, with they the mainstream. Look like they're like in the Matrix and shit now. I know, but I'm saying like that, that's they built their image up as like this cool, completely non-stream hardcore band, uh, non-mainstream, non-stream. non-stream. Yeah, you know, non-stream. Um, but now they're they're in the mainstream now, and it's, it's anyway. So yeah, their album was disappointing. But let's let's skip on to these the the actual let's the good stuff, the top the good ten. Stuff. Um, so I'll I'll go ahead and kick mine off. Um, my number ten. We're going. I'm guessing we're going from bottom to top. Sure. Do you have an order to yours, or are you yours um, just like ten really good albums? I, well, I took my list of twenty and took off ten of them, and it was super tough. So I had to take the ten I liked the most. There's, I'd say, the top, top three are solid, but otherwise, I'll just kind of go okay. with it. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, my number ten album coming in at number ten is one that actually just got released about I want to say two weeks ago, um, late no, I think it was either late November, or early How can December. You have an album that's that fresh because I really like it a lot. Okay. Actually, I have um, one of those two. <laughs> uh, mine is Architects. Holy hell! Cool. No, um, I'm sick. Actually, it is super good. Like really well produced. Like genty uh, metalcore album. Um, I don't. I I really like Architects. I've liked everything Architects has ever done, and this album probably not as good as some of their older stuff, but it's right up there. And mm-hmm. it it definitely came in as one of my favorite metal albums of the year. But I do have a couple more metal albums on my list, so. Uh, what's what's your number ten? Belmont. Belmont. Ah, the self-titled Belmont album that dropped summer what, August, maybe somewhere somewhere around summer. August. It was like right when you moved here, ish. Oh, it was later than that because yeah. I I moved here earlier in the year and Belmont dropped. Oh, well, okay, I was wrong. The, their first single did drop pretty early on when I moved into this house. Sure, but the full the full album didn't drop until maybe July August oh. somewhere in there because oh, I right. I went to the release party and I want to say that was in August. It's a great album. It's it is really good. Super like complex sounding almost for being right. like a pop punk record. There's a lot going on. Right. It's really good technical drum work on it. Their their drummer he is can cool it occasionally. Yeah. But I like it though. I, I do. I'm really into it. Their drummer is phenomenal. But... I like the sound of that guy's voice. Actually, a lot. I'll go, I'll go ahead and just like give it away. That that was my number three. So we don't have to revisit oh, it later okay. on. But yeah, uh, yeah that, that, if you do that, I'll say, oh, that's mine. I, I loved it. I, it is my number three album. It's on a my great list, album. So. Um, my number nine. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I know you were, when we talked about this a couple months ago doing this episode, I know you mentioned this was going to be on your episode, uh, on, oh, on your list. Um, Jesus Peace. Uh, Jesus Peace is on my list. What's, uh, I, what's the name of that album? Only Self. Oh, only Self. I, I was going to say because I accidentally wrote Only Song. So I knew that wasn't right. Only self. 
uh, Jesus Peace, it grew on me. The first time I listened it's to it. It's fucking intense. The first time I listened to it, I was like, it was good, like it. but I didn't, I, I wasn't crazy about it. Like, th- so between you and our buddy Andy Reid, you guys were both telling, oh, you got you're going to love this album. And I listened to it and I was like, it's, it, it's there, you know, it's cool. It's but, but then the more I listened to it, and here's the thing. If you're going to listen to this album, this Only Self by Jesus Peace, I highly recommend that, like, don't put it on while you're, like, working around the house or don't put it – if you have time, sit down with, like, a decent pair of headphones or on a good stereo or something and actually listen to it because what caught me on this album was the – the whoever the producer is on it. I wish I would have looked it up. The producer is brilliant. Like the the effects and stuff and the the weird spins he put on like just the drum effects and everything it changes so much throughout the album and there's such a good mix and stuff he really he took just like a and don't get me wrong it's a really good metal album oh yeah but he took a good metal album and turned it into art with well, all like the they signed a fucking uh, Southern Lord yeah which is like Son like Wolves in the Throne Room like real crazy shit mm-hmm. so like it's like the first time I like, get normal basic hardcore band signed to that label so they made something real fucking nuts out of it yeah it's it's, it's it is really it's great a great record but uh, okay uh what did that come in on your list it did okay on these 10 yeah uh what do you want to do for your next one uh silent planet um what's it called when the end began never listened to silent planet until a month and a half ago Ever. Yeah, and just, I see their name on all kinds of shit. I'm like, what is this band? And I saw like one or two of their videos. Like, oh wow! I really liked that album a lot too. Uh, I, it has a very since we already talked about Architects, has a very Architects sound to it. In fact, there was one song on the album that I I texted you even. I was like, oh, this sounds like this Architects song. But, it sounds exactly like that. But Architects the re- song. but the rest of the album is really good, and uh, I it didn't make my list mostly because it's got that weird. So with all those genty metal bands, mm-hmm. there's like this weird effect that they put on everything that almost sounds like they're playing like in a garbage can. It's like a really metallic kind of oh, reverb yeah. sound, and that that's real heavy on that album. And I, I it, it kind of it was hard for me to listen to the whole thing, but a track at a time, it is a phenomenal album. That's a really good album. I like it a lot. Um, my number eight, uh, I this could be controversial, uh, just because it's somebody that. It's it's that extentation. I don't know. How, is that how you pronounce his name? That X X X extentation. The rapper that got shot in Florida, like over the summer, sometime. So there's controversy behind him because supposedly he he. Well, I'm not going to say supposedly because I don't know whether to believe it or not. Allegedly, same thing as supposedly. Well, no, supposedly <clears throat> kind of says that I doubt it. Allegedly means it okay. it okay. could be true. Fair enough. You know. Um, allegedly he beat his pregnant girlfriend and there, that's, that was the big controversy, sure. but, but post-mortem after he was shot, I guess she has come out and said that it was not true. That it was, you know, it was made up, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know. I don't know if it happened or not, but anyway, I so, feel like she might've been like paid to say that maybe, but either way I was against listening to it for a while until I read up that, you know, it could be fake. And I was just like, you know, whatever. Art, separate art from artist, you know. I so I I listened to the album and I the, it's the album the question mark is the title oh, of the you album. Sent me some stuff. Like I that. told I you to I told you several times I remember, to listen I was to like, it. Oh oh yeah. I love that album. It's it's like a really artistic rap album. You know, it's sure. 
he does a lot of some of it's just basic rap some of it's like really there's a lot of cool like acoustic guitar stuff on it and it's i don't know it was travis barker plays drums on something yes and it's he nuts. does and it's awesome and that's the thing too so the the track that travis barker plays on he like goes into this like screaming thing mm-hmm. you know it's and really it's, cool it's 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 a good album i love it i loved it it's that's my number seven or i'm sorry my number eight not to backtrack for like to the first segment real quick, but hands down by a landslide, the most disappointing album of the year that I was super hyped on was Under Oath. Oh, that's on my list of albums that you like. No, of disappointing. Oh, so I was like, what are you? That album is fucking no, terrible. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's it's Target metal, and when I like Target, the the big box store metal, and I say that because Target metal. When when that album came out. They were uh, like you go to back to the the TV section of the store, mm-hmm. and that their music video was on all the big screen TVs in the back of Target, and I was like, uh, this this album is just a paycheck to them. That's all it is is a paycheck, yeah, well. and it sounds like it too. It doesn't sound any better than that. I hated it. It was nope. terrible. But yeah, what's your that was number your seven? No, my number eight was oh eight. Oh, I'm gonna go with eight. Um, Post Malone. That's on my list. That's my that's my number six. I did not like Post Malone for a very long time. Didn't really know much about Post Malone. Just saw him on everything. Like yeah. Memes and his sketchy ass face and shit all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. Um, I heard a bunch of songs on the radio not knowing it was him. I'm like, oh, this yeah. song's tight. This song's tight. Now I look at him. I'm like, these are all Post Malone. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah. Post Malone so, is great. <laughs> so he got famous for that White Iverson or whatever. And I don't like that song. I, th- I think it's oh, boring. That song is sick. I, th- I think it's boring. So I just never really bothered with him much. But then, uh, I st- like you said, I started hearing some songs off of this. It's Beer Bongs and Bentleys, which sounds like a rap album that I would hate. That does that's, does not that title does not pique my interest at all. That title is fantastic. But, <laughs> but I like I started listening to it. I was like, holy shit, this is a really good album. That <laughs> there, it's 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 I think my top rap album of the year. Yeah, that's my, and that's my number six for the year. It's Post Malone, Beer Bongs, and Bentley. And on, and on top of just how much I like it, my kids love it too. So it's on at our house all the time. Because it's awesome. It's great. It really is good. It's smooth. It's super catchy. Yeah. Parts of it are like fucking hard. Yeah. And like, he just he also seems like a super likable dude. Like he just seems like he's he seems cool like with everybody. He, he, yeah, he's a fuck. He's dirty as hell, but like he seems like a super nice dude. Like he just chill with everybody, and that's the him. impression I get from him. That's the impression that I get. Um, my number seven. I think I heard you cross it off your list before we started. My number seven is Vane Error I Zone. Did take that off because it just. I like these other albums better, but that album is fucking. It's so heavy. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I actually just saw Vane a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, I missed almost their whole set. I got the last two songs, and I'm really bummed that I missed it. I'm, I'm going to see them again. How did that work? Did they open? Weeks. Yeah, they opened. Oh, oh, weird. Well, they opened for uh, – god damn. They opened for the, – so the headliners were Turnstile and then Every Time I Die. Uh, the middle band, I, the one you like that Angel I hate. Dust. Angel Dust. Angel yeah. Dust fucking rules. I, 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 Angel can't, Dust is awesome. I can't do Angel Dust. It, it doesn't it – doesn't, they don't do anything for me. And especially live, I did not like them live either. Um, but Vane opened, and I only caught the last two songs, and I was really bummed because their their album is super good. It's like, I don't know, it's it's really good, like hardcore metalcore. Like, it sounds like it was released in like nineteen ninety eight. I I was gonna say like two thousand. 
three. Like, do you ever do you remember the band Genghis Tron? Gang- yeah, I remember Genghis Tron. Genghis sure. Tron. The, it, there's elements of the album that remind me a lot of Genghis Tron. It's like just chaotic hardcore with at least the first the first song, and there's a couple spots throughout where there's like almost a techno-y element to it, but not nearly as much as Genghis Tron, but just small bits and pieces. So that's my number seven is Vane. Nice. I will go with Story So Far. Okay. Story So Far, uh, Proper Dose, was it was in my top 20. It did not make my top 10. I was not hyped about it. Yeah. Like, they released a couple singles, and I'm like, fuck, this is lame. Like, it's, I mean, I get they're, like, progressing and being artistic or whatever, but, like, <clears throat> fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it released, like, I opened my Spotify and, like, notified me. It goes, oh, this album's out right now. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to listen to it. And the first two songs on the album instantly changed what I thought about that album. I like I liked it a lot. It was it was really good, but I was also trying to I was trying to mix up my top ten as much as I could. I did too. And, and, not, we'll get and it now have it's, like, it's so much pop punk. I was gonna say I didn't want to have six pop punk albums out of my top ten, so uh, I picked two of my top ten, uh, two of my top pop punk albums, and Story So Far was not one of them. Oh. Um, and actually, I think it was. I, we already mentioned Belmont was one of mine. That was, mm. that was my my number three top album of the year. Even even not like just pop punk. That's my top. That was number three of my top ten of all all year. I know but, what your number one is, but I don't know what your number two is. I don't think you'll be surprised when you hear it because I've talked about it a lot. Oh, is that your number one? <clears throat> no. Okay. Um. So, yeah, but story so far, it is a great album. It's it's like mm-hmm. you said, it's more of a grown up for sure artsy and like uh, and the whole album's like conceptually about like just like drinking lean and being spun out on drugs and like. It sounds like it, kind of. Yeah. It's cool. Um, my next one, number six, was going to be Post Malone. All right. Beer bongs and Bentleys, but we don't have to go back through that again. Do you have a number six on yours? Not really in, like, in order, but uh, Lost Years that he Lost Years? put out this yeah. year. So Lost Years, uh, for anybody that's outside of our listening area, I guess, uh, Lost Years is a local band. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that we've played a few shows with, and they're they're – phenomenal live and actually they're the the ep they put out this year really good really really like good. the first time i listened to it i was like really bummed because it's like they're one of the only other like 30 year old heavy drunk pop punk <laughs> bands around here yeah it's like us and them everyone else is like substantially younger than us yeah and i listened to it and i'm like oh like this is so much better than anything we've ever done it's, it's- so Fucking good. It's only, yeah. I think, like four or five songs. Yeah, Every song short. is incredible front to back. I will I'm agree not with that. Really, there's probably not been a week since it came out, like earlier in the year. I think it came out in like April or something. Yeah. I listen to it at least like twice a week still. I, so I, I wish I would have thought of that because I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't think of any locals. I guess technically you could consider Belmont a local, but now they're, they're national now because they, they... And they're also not from here. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. But like... <laughs> they. they in the same way that, like, last year, I would have considered Turnspit to be one of my top. Sure. And they're from Chicago. Yeah, they're not local. I, I, it's like saying the Smashing Pumpkins is local. Yeah. They're not. Like, we're not from there. But, <laughs> so, I okay, I know, so here, we want to get into, like, the discrepancy here. Like, so, people from Chicago don't consider Northwest Indiana to be a suburb of Chicago. It's but, not. It's in a different state. 
it's in a different state, but the but the community itself never stops. Like you're you're driving through city, 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 all the way into Indiana, and it's not like there's a gap of suburb in between. You know what I mean? Not so. There's not like a gap of rural area between Chicago and say like. Uh, I don't Hammond. know Hammond Hobart. Yeah. It's it's all just continuous development. So right. that's why I consider it a suburb of Chicago. Okay. And not to mention also, if you go on Craigslist and you go to the Chicago Craigslist, yeah. Northwest Indiana is part of the Chicago Craigslist. And Craigslist not... determines geography one hundred percent. So just just because there's a state line there, we're still a, an hour away. Which uh, there's suburbs of Chicago on the to the west side that are more than an hour away sure. from downtown that are still considered suburbs, but just because that state line there is sure. You know, we're, uh, we're bears fans, bro. I'm not, I know you're not, I, I know like you don't give a shit. Sports. <laughs> everyone around here is bears fan. So we're my a Chicago suburb. My parents like the Colts more than they like me. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> hey, hey, <Ma. laughs> uh, yeah, we got off topic here. Oh yeah. So oh, I just, I didn't think, I didn't think of any locals except for, I guess, technically Belmont is a Chicago local, but they, they are, they're officially like in the mainstream eye now. Yeah, you know, they're, 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 they're not getting a, quite large. They're not a local underground band anymore. Um, but my number five, uh, Pig Destroyer, Headcage. Sick. Dude, the Pig Destroyer <laughs> album. It's so good. It's so good that I listened to it on repeat and I think I got about, I think I got through it about one and a half times before, like I even felt like I was listening to it over again. You know, it just it felt like a good continuous album, and it was something that like I immediately wanted to listen to again. I, it's, it's just it's so good, and I've listened to it. I, I so the the measure of how I got these albums on my top ten is if it's a record that I can put on and just keep on all the way start to finish, like without feeling like I need a break and I need to put something else on. If I can get through this album start to finish, which there was more than just these 10 that I was able to do yeah, that with. All 20 of mine were good front to back. But yeah, this pig destroyer album, like fuck. I, I love pig destroyer already anyway, but like my favorite pig destroyer is prowler in the yard, which I don't even remember what, what year that came out. That was years and years ago. So I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to love this pig destroyer album as much as I did. And I don't know how many more times I can say Pig Destroyer. and couple. Well, yeah, couple. Pig Destroyer, Pig Destroyer. Great album. Cool. Uh, what do I got on here? J. Cole. J. Cole's in my top 20. That album is fantastic. It almost almost made my top 10. It's very close. It's the only if, thing I'd, J. Cole's ever done that I've liked. I didn't even know J. Cole at all before this album. He's like been super huge for years. I, I, I'm not huge into the rap game. Like I don't know the, ra- the, the rap, rap game. game. I, I what just, the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a video going of that because that oh, was yeah. awkward. That um, was the worst. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know a lot of rap. I don't know a lot about rap. I listen to a fair amount of it, but like it's not something that I normally would like pick up an album and sure. listen to the whole album. I, I usually pick and choose songs. So for an, a rap album to get me from start to finish is pretty rare. So and that good. J Cole album is great. I, I agree. I, 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 I wish, it. I wish it would have made my top 10, but it was like, it just squeaked out at number 11. It, it was my number 10 until architects came out and I just got bumped a little. Sure. But, um, my number four now, uh, which is my other pop punk album on my top 10, which 
I'm really bummed because I've been, you know, I've seen people posting all these like top 10 lists and, you know, top, oh, these are my favorite albums of the year. And even on like the pop punk groups I follow on Facebook, nobody is mentioning this album. And it's Living With Lions Island. That's a fantastic record. It is so fucking good. And nobody is talking about it. And I don't understand why. Is it is it just not as good as I think it is? No. Or or is it just, you know, Living With Lions has been like out of the spotlight enough yeah, that kind of. people just forgot about it. And, but goddamn, if you have a chance, listen to the whole album, start to finish. So good. It's It's such a fun, upbeat album. But it's like, I don't know, their vocal harmonies and everything. It's just... I can't describe why I love it so much, but it's just, it, it gets me. It gets right in there, and I, f- I fucking love it. it. And it bumped it bumped Trash Boat out of my top ten. So, yeah, I know. What? It's, which, I'm, I'm sure Trash Boat's going to be coming up here soon. Um, a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I, I, I love Trash Boat, but Living with Lions absolutely bumped Trash Boat to me. So You like that Living with Lions album better than you like the Trash Boat album? Yes. <sighs> It's yep. crazy. I mean, it's good, but like that trash boat album is that trash boat album. I know. That's why I'm surprised, but I'm still eating ramen, by the way. <laughs> it's like a, a massive bowl of ramen. It's, it's like two, four pounds of ramen. It's two packs. Two packs. Two packs, but it's a bunch of ramen. <laughs> Your number four? Uh, Real Friends. Real Friends. Uh, c- uh, Composure? Yep. Is that the name of the album? Yep. It's like melodically so much different than anything they did before. Like they focus so much on melody and it's insane the stuff they came up with i was gonna say that's another one that they grew up you know oh, yeah, when they when they wrote this album they they grew up their sound grew up and i was gonna compare what was the other one we were just talking about um the story so far mm-hmm. i was gonna compare the story so far album to this real friends album because i feel like they both moved in the same kind of sure getting away from the pop punk a little bit and more into just like this melodic like uh, not indie, uh, just kind of like melodic rock with pop punk elements. Sure, you know they both are moving in that direction, which seems to be the direction a lot of bands are going nowadays. But those uh, two albums, no, no. <laughs> those, these two albums really like showcase that to me. Sure, and I I also love the Real Friends album. I I like the Real Friends album more than well, I guess you do too. This more than uh, Story So Far for sure. I love this Real Friends album. It's and it is a great album. I it, it's one that I was disappointed to bump off my list, but. I just got to make way. Got to make way. Got to have Pig Destroyer on it. (laughs) Yeah. Pig Destroyer, Pig Destroyer. Um, So my number three, as I already mentioned, was Belmont, which is a Chicago local band uh, who are just like now, now with the release of this album, they're blowing up. So, and it's a fantastic pop punk album. It's got, uh, I don't, I'm not comfortable with this term because I still don't completely understand it, but I guess it could be considered easy core um i know that's with some some of the heavier pop punk bands i know that's a term that gets thrown out a lot like yeah, right. uh, a day to remember and stuff basically pop punk with really brutally heavy breakdowns and belmont kind of fits into that category sure um they're also like prog ish like yeah. super technical i was gonna say their guitars do a lot of like crazy just like the little it's little stuff that a lot of people don't even probably pay attention to, but mm. but little leads in between, in between measures and stuff, they'll do like little runs on the guitar, and it's like super intricate to listen to if you're paying attention to it. But it's also stuff that yeah. un, like it could be completely missed if you're not into that kind of thing. But I don't know. It's 
Great album. I, and I didn't mean to get back into it because we already talked about it. But It's like the third time we talked about it. I know, I know. What's your, what's your number three? Let's, let's move on. Um, What would my number three be? Why do I feel like I'm missing an album off of my list? I don't know. Um, Trio. Oh, Alkaline Trio? Yeah. So, I was going to name a couple of albums at the end that, for whatever reason, I haven't gotten around to listening to, and that's one of them. I know a lot of people it's, loved it. It's the first trio record in a long time that I really liked. I was going to say you're a huge trio fan. Huge. So for you to put one of their albums in your top ten is not probably that uncommon. But the fact that... I haven't put a trio album on one of my albums of the year. When did I start doing these? Probably like 2008. I don't think I ever put a trio album on it. Because really since then, they haven't put out anything that I thought was that good. So they're back in it again. For now, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I, I've been wanting to check it out. It's just it's I, great. It's a great album. Whenever whenever it comes time to put a new album on, I just I don't think about it because like something else will have just gotten released or or you know, I'll I'll open Spotify and it'll say, Hey, you haven't checked this out in a while and I'll be like, Yeah, I haven't checked that out in a while. So I, <laughs> I forget about Trio. And I I I feel bad. It's supposed to be good. It'll be all I right. want to check it out. I know. I I'm sure they're disappointed. <laughs> You're a fucking but, guy. My number two, uh, yeah, should come as it shouldn't come as a surprise because I haven't shut the fuck up about this album since it came out. But Soulfly's Ritual, <laughs> I know, <laughs> Soulfly. Yes, I said Soulfly. You know, the band that hasn't been good since like 2004, and even then, I don't know how good they were or if I was just like still into new metal stuff back then. But uh, Ritual, holy shit. The the best metal album I've ever listened to in my life. Ever? Yes, ever. I'm I'm I've I've listened to it enough times that I can confidently say it is my. It's the best metal album ever. My no, no ah, it's my favorite metal album oh. ever. I'm not gonna say like it should be everybody's, but oh. it hits my tastes just right. That it is it is absolutely 100 percent the best metal album I've ever listened to. I love it. Wow. It's it's because it's not. You know, when you think Soulfly, if anybody is familiar with Soulfly, everybody just thinks like, oh, it's just like cheesy new metal riffs with tribal drums over it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not that. In fact, there's only a couple songs. But they, they do still do me. that. I'm st- they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple songs with some small sections of tribal drums in it. But it's not like tribal drums for a whole song or even a whole album. It's like bits and pieces. They do it in moderation. And <clears throat> the thing that really... Uh, stands out to me on this album somewhere in the last five or so years I think uh, they got a new drummer and this drummer is a lot more technical and a lot better than their previous drummer I think anyway just listening to it sounds a lot better Um, and they were able to pull off some stuff that I don't think they've ever been able to pull off before there's like elements of death metal in it there's elements of like I, I don't know it's it's got a little mix of everything it's not just a straight up new metal album which is what people i think are expecting when you hear soulfly put out a new album they're just they're just thinking of like 2003 shit new metal with tribal drums on it and it's not that at all it is a fantastic just metal album with elements of everything in it it's it's so good it's so good cool i've listened to it it just came out i think in september or maybe early october and i've probably listened to it at least 50 times since then start to finish all right so good (laughs) Cool. <laughs> what's your What's your number two? Uh, your number one. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I, so, so should I do my number one, and then we'll just talk about that one? If you want, because I think I already then blew your number one. Oh, yeah, it's Trash Boat. Trash Boat. My number one is Crown Trash Shyness. Boat. 100%. It is exactly what they needed to do since their last album. It's perfect. It is It is very good. It it's, is a very good album. Um, like I said, I, I liked it a lot more until uh, I heard the Living With Lions album. And then after hearing the Living With Lions album, I realized, like, I wish the Trash Boat album sounded more like this. And so that's I wish that's every why album sounded like Crown China's. That's why Trash Boat got bumped off of my list. They're they're in my top twenty, but that's why it got bumped off of my top ten entirely. Sure. It would it would probably would have ranked maybe right around the same as Belmont um, if I if I had kept it on my list, but because Living with Lions came out, I bumped it. But it is that's not to take away from it. It's a great album, and mm-hmm. it, it you know if. Yeah, it's a great album. I don't know what else to say about it. I loved it. It's a lot heavier than their last album. It's a lot yeah. sadder and darker. It is very dark, like lyrically very dark. Super dark. But it's also, I feel like um, the Trash Boat album, the Story So Far album, and the Real Friends album, it, there's a lot of dark lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, it's talking, they they talk about depression and, you know, you know, having issues, uh, sure. With with you know, the, like you said, the, with the the story so far, there's like drug issues and stuff like that. But it also comes from like a place of hope, like because they talk about these things, but they talk about it like they've moved on and they're writing about that experience of gone having gone through it. I feel. I see. I hear that on like some of the real friend stuff. Especially the real friends. I don't hear much of that on the trash boat record. It's just all bummer and about how shit's just gonna stay stay a bummer. Okay, <laughs> like um, it's a lot um, lyrically the the as it is album. Did you listen to that? No, I don't think I did. It's fucking great. I'm actually kind of wondering why I wasn't on my list now. Um, it was on my twenty. I kind of wish I would have it on my ten because it's so fucking good. It is the saddest album ever. As it is. Yes, they're we're always like super sugary. Upbeat, fun, pop yeah. punk, and then they like. I guess I don't know. They all started wearing like eyeliner and lipstick and shit, and like <laughs> now they sound like funeral for a friend. And oh, I'm I'm not I'm not mad. It, at this that. Album, it's fucking <laughs> insane how good this album is. It's so good. Are we still talking about as it is, or are we talking about trash boat again? We're talking about as it is, and yeah, but we're talking about as it is. So you're boot you're bootlegging as it is into your top ten. Yeah, it's a great album. Sure, I've, that's fair enough. Top eleven, fair enough. as it is on it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Trash Boat album was my number one. This was really hard because your number one and my number two. It was my number one. Let's just go ahead and say it. Fucking Turnstile, Turnstile. Time and Space. Turnstile. It, it's it's an album that I didn't want to like. Cause, Why? Because I never liked Turnstile. I really didn't actually care much for Turnstile. And then album came out, and then I went back and revisited all the Turnstile. It's all I know. Awesome. That's, that's exactly <laughs> the way. It's exactly the way I got into it too. Because like a, a, a year ago, I tried to get into Turnstile because everybody was talking about Turnstile. Like yeah. they, they have been. They, they're getting, I guess, kind of getting bigger and bigger now. Turnstile's you know? huge. In in the right crowd, they're huge. Yeah. Um. But so if I feel like people have been talking about them enough that I I needed to check them out, and I listened to some of their old stuff from. Uh, was it nonstop feeling? I think is their old album. Yeah. Awesome. But at the time, just just a year ago, I just wasn't into it. A year ago, I hated it. I was like, Man, there there was like, like there was one song on it that I was like, okay, this is cool. But then the rest of it, I was like, this this is like 
uh, if Jane's Addiction wrote a hardcore album, and I didn't, I wasn't into it. But then I listened to Time and Space, and I was like, wow, this is like if Jane's Addiction wrote a hardcore album. And I was like, whoa, this is great. <laughs> no, so nothing changed, and what I thought about them didn't change. I just like it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think that's exactly how it happened. Like I I forced myself to get through Time and Space because somebody, one of our mutual friends, uh. Uh, not I'm not gonna say mutual friend. It's a guy we used to be in a band with, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Manning. Oh, oh, Kyle, Kyle Manning from uh, Fuck Every You Band Idiot and uh, Costanza, and uh, he was in Tens. He was in I don't even know. He was in No Fences. Um, he was. <laughs> he was. He started raving about it on Facebook. Oh, this, this is such a jam, just jam after jam. And like, if Kyle really likes something. It's at least worth looking into because he's yeah. got he's got some weird taste. Like I'm not usually into the stuff he's into, but uh, but his passion for stuff is what gets me to listen to it, and then I learn to appreciate it. Sure, which is what happened with Turnstile was he just kept raving about it, and I was like, you know, what? I'm actually going to try this. I'm gonna I'm not going to come at it from a place of hate. I'm going to come at it from a place of like I want to see what this is about, and I loved it. Like and and. All you, and that came out early in the year, and it has just stuck it's at never number one. Yeah, getting listened to. I will listen to that album forever. Stuck at number one the entire year, which is crazy because I was really looking forward to the Soulfly album. <laughs> so I thought for sure Soulfly was going to unseat Turnstile, and it didn't. No. It came close to me. It came well, yeah, close, too, but, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I could listen to that Turnstile album. I'm probably going to listen to it on my way home. Turnstile, Time and Space, album of the year for me. Trash boat for Larry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Trash boat crown shyness. Um, I guess I, I'm gonna go ahead and just like rapid. Man, we we blew this away like real fast. Oh, man, now, right. I'm, now I'm burping up ramen. Um, um, I'm. Go ahead. You got you got any like honorable mentions you want to go through? Oh, I got I, I got honorable mentions. I was gonna say we don't have to go like deep into them. Um, but if we, we like, we don't have to discuss like why or anything. But uh, uh, Young Lean was on my twenty. See, you sent that to me, and I checked it out. It's it's not my thing. It's weird. It's very weird. Very slow, boring, sad. So I feel like rap to you, the Young Lean was what the extentation is to me because I sure. know you weren't into that extentation album. I like some of it. I like that screaming <laughs> shit he does, and like With Travis the, Barker. That's 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 really neat. But. Um. Yeah, Young Lean just for whatever reason it didn't it didn't hook me. Uh, the Great Collapse album I liked a lot. Great Collapse is like the singer from Strike Anywhere and uh, some other dudes. Maybe somebody else from Strike so Anywhere. I, I, I don't know. know anything about this. I'll have to check that out. It's it sounds like Strike Anywhere, oh, okay. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, they're what Strike Anywhere does is like perfect for like they do exactly what they're supposed to do perfectly and they're great. And it's just a band that sounds like them. Oh, okay, it's cool. Cool. I'll check it out. <laughs> great Collapse. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of my honorable mentions is uh, the Fever three three three, which I've been that I've been cool. I've been raving about this album since it came out. It came out earlier in this year. They were signed to Roadrunner Records. I, you know, I said we weren't going to get into stuff like this, but um, there. I guess th- to put it simply, if you like uh, Lincoln Park mixed with Rage Against the Machine, that's that's the Fever three three three. Made in America is the name of the album. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. They're trying to pass it off like this, like high art project. Like they're they're not a band. They're like, uh, they're they don't call their their shows shows. They're um, shit. What are they? I don't know. They're they're trying to make it sound like they're taking down the system, which they're they're not going to. They're just they're just another festival band. But they're 
It's they're great. good. It's great. They're a great band. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it sounds a lot like Rage and Linkin Park. Rage and that's it, that is the album is Rage and Linkin Park to me. That's, that's all right. <clears throat> I love it though. Uh, Smoking Popes, Into the Agony. It was good. It just came out what a few weeks ago maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a great album. It didn't make my top ten just because there's nothing like there's nothing outstanding about it, but it is exactly what you would. Yeah. Expect and exactly what you would want from Smoking Popes if you're a Smoking Popes fan. True, it's 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 the Smoking Popes. There's uh, there's nothing new about it, but it's still cool great. Name. I know, <laughs> I know, it's, <laughs> but it's it's a great record if yes. you like Smoking Popes. Yes, all around. Yes. Uh, what do you got? Let's see. Got on your oh, um, honorable mentions. Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let me rattle off a couple of mine. Um, Death Grips, Year of the Snitch. I think I don't think it's even a full length album, but if if you like Death Grips, it's a good Death Grips yeah. release. Um, it's not for everybody. Death Grips is uh, that's the best way to put it. It's not for everybody. You're either gonna really like it or you're really gonna hate it, and True. it's 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 strange. But um, Skele- <laughs> Skeleton Witch, Devouring Radiant Light. That's the best band name ever. Um, it's. It's stupid metal, but at the same time, so, it's cool. fantastic. It's so fun to listen to. Um, it didn't make my top ten, but I wanted to say it anyway just because I, I loved listening to it. Uh, and along those same lines, Jungle Rot, they're, they're self-titled this year. Sure. Uh, same. Just a good a good metal album, really fun to listen to all the way through. Oh, I do have a few more. <clears throat> okay. Death Heaven. Oh, Death Heaven. Yeah, I. that's a band that I, I want to get into. I don't know why I'm not into them, but I want to get like into It's like super them. specific. Yeah. Like if you if you're not going into it kind of knowing what it's going to be, you're hearing like what the fuck is going? This is dumb. Yeah. But like I like them. They're weird, they're cool. It's like shoegazy black metal. Yeah. It's weird. <clears throat> Can't believe somebody actually does that. <laughs> it's, it's it's good though. I I've I've enjoyed everything of theirs that I've listened to. It's just, it's, I for whatever reason, I don't, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it, but I'm also not into it. Terror. Terror. That was on it's, my. It's terror album. That was on my disappointing list. I, really? Yeah. It, it sounds it, like terror. I know. That's what, I, the, that's the thing. Like, it's, what, what, it's what not a bad, it's Something not a bad different? album. <laughs> it's not a bad album, but the way they hyped it up was making it sound like, oh, this is going to be the hardcore album to end hardcore albums. And it's, it's not, it's a terror album. You know, it's yeah. if you like terror, fucking it's good. Yeah, it it's, is good. I, I loved it, but it's just not. I don't know. You know, for the same reason that I loved the Smoking Popes album, I'm bummed on this terror album. It's just them releasing stuff that the they could have released ten years ago. True. But um, on my list, uh, nothing. Dance on the blacktop. You listen to that at all? I did. Uh, it? It's the dude, the dude from Jesus Peace, the singer from Jesus Peace, is I believe the bassist I think of so. nothing. Um, and but, Andy really, really into nothing. Yeah, but it, don't don't listen to that. Don't hear like, oh, it's the guy from Jesus Peace. It's going to be a fucking crazy metal hardcore no, album. Not. It's not at all. It's it's like a grungy, that, and that's what I love about it because it, it it's it definitely has a new sound to it, but it brought me back to like my childhood of growing up in the mid nineties, early to mid nineties, listening to old grunge, like old pumpkins and stuff like that. It, that's what it felt like to me. Sure. I'm not saying it sounds like that, but that's the feeling that it, it that. evoked from me. And that's why I loved it. It's, it's, 
it's a great album. It is a good album. Ashley hated it. My wife, she 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 did not care for it. Mm. She thought it was boring, but I I don't know. I thought it was cool. I was into it. <clears throat> I th- let's see. J. Cole. I already we already talked about. Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, I already got through all my honorable mentions. Um, there's three albums that I have not listened to yet that everybody's been raving about. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and recommend them anyways, just because of how much I've heard about them. Um, Moose Blood. I don't think I can do this. It's a great album. I I wish I had listened to it. So these these albums are albums that I literally just found out about a couple weeks ago, and I just haven't gotten around to them yet. Um, Tiny Kingdoms, Realms. I haven't listened to it. I've heard. Aren't people, they like from around here? I think so. I think they're Chicago native. Oh. Uh, maybe I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I think I'm friends with one of the dudes on Facebook, and I feel bad for not checking out his album. But huh. yeah, no, I think who is it? I think I might be friends with him too. I don't know. I don't. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to look it up right now, but maybe, maybe later. <laughs> um, and then the other one with confidence, love and loathing. Um, That's a cool album, actually. Everybody keeps talking about it, and every single time I read it, I keep thinking, "Oh my god, with honor made a new album." But it's not with honor; oh it's god. with confidence. Wish with honor made a new album. I know. <laughs> no, I don't want no because if they do, I think it might suck. And That's I'd rather very, them just have true. what they have out, and I can still be psyched on it. But I don't know anything about with confidence. But they're just like a fun. Pop punk band. That's I've, I've, it's nothing special. Enough people have talked about this album that I'm really surprised I haven't heard it yet. Um, ooh, well, really good songwriting on it for sure. So uh, I'm going to recommend, like I said, Moose Blood, Tiny Kingdoms, and With Confidence. Um, if you get a chance, check those out. Uh, don't listen to. I'm going to say the new Nine Inch Nails album, Bad Witch. Terrible. That's was it like, bad? <laughs> I, I didn't it. listen to it. I hated it. And I like Nine Inch Nails. I don't really care about Nine Inch I, I have, I have like, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, so we have time, so I'm going to rattle off my last couple, like, disappointing albums of the year. Oh, sure. Uh, Under Oath. Uh, is, I said, so I said. It was the most disappointing album of life. Yeah. Oh, Under Oath was, yeah, easily the, the most disappointing album of the year. Bleeding Through, Love Will Kill All. I didn't expect much from it, but after they released the first single, I was like, holy shit, this might actually be really good. So I got kind of stoked on it again, and it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't a very good album. There's a couple of songs on it that are real good bangers if you like Bleeding Through, but it's like... I do like Bleeding Through. I like uh, their first album a lot, and then they released... Um, what was that other album? Vanity, maybe? Vanity, that, yeah, Vanity came out like 20 years those, ago or something. Yeah, it was like <laughs> With 2000, the pink and the squirrely, 2005 like or something. Thing. Yeah, Vanity. That's a great album. I didn't like it. I liked Bleeding Through before that. I didn't like... Oh, oh wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Vanity was 18 Visions. Yeah. Oh, my God. But there is, for all intents and purposes, 18 Visions and Bleeding Through are the same band. <laughs> 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 I, th- I think so. Anyway. Did, wait, didn't 18 Visions release an album this year, too? Or was that last year that 18 Visions came out? I don't know. I can't um, believe we both thought. That yeah, we, crazy. I knew what album you were talking about. Yeah, well, like I said, so they were eighteen visions and bleeding through. Both came out at that same time, and there was another band that, like, literally they like swapped members. Maybe was it Throwdown? Maybe. Yeah, they like they they were all three different bands, and then guys from one band quit and went to the other band or something, yeah. and it was like a. Oh, thing. I, I don't know the full circumstances of it, but that's why I always like mix those three bands up, which Throwdown, you to, in all fairness, does not fit in that category with Bleeding Through and no. 18 Visions, but 18 Visions and Bleeding Through absolutely, I believe, fit in a category together. Bleeding Through like tries to be more gothy, but end of the day, they sound like 18 Visions. 
Uh, 18 Visions was last year. Bleeding Through was this year. I thought the 18 Visions was the gothy one. No, Bleeding Through. Bleeding Through is the one that has the, the keyboard player that plays like the weird like synth strings over everything. Okay. That's, that's Bleeding Through. Oh, I like 18 Visions. I don't like Bleeding Through. The 18 Visions album last year was better than the Bleeding Through album was this year. That was a disappointment to me. Okay. I, I wanted the Bleeding Through album to be good because the, the first single they released off it, like I said, was really good. Um, Eminem Kamikaze. I didn't give a fuck about. It. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't even know it was. Well, it was a surprise release, wasn't it? Like I it wasn't so. hyped it was up like or anything. Like the biggest shit to ever happen, and I just everybody, didn't care. everybody wouldn't shut up about it. So I, I checked it out, and I, I, I don't get it. It's not. I'm, I don't like Eminem. I mean, I'm not a big Eminem fan either. Eminem is really cool. I just, he's I'm, a very talented rapper, and he is a very talented lyricist. Like, just sure. But it's just not – it's not for me, you know, not not for me. Yeah. Um, and then I I know nobody else in the in the world was looking forward to this, forward to this album, but uh, Seven Dust, All I See Is War. <laughs> I love Seven Dust. I, I have a, I've had a soft spot for Seven Dust since the first time I heard them in, like, fucking 1999. Um, I don't know the difference between Seven Dust and Soulfly. Oh, there's a huge difference. Huge difference. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Seven Dust is more like so. Kill Switch with uh, Howard Jones. Yes, the best Kill Switch. Yes, absolutely. Whew. Oh my god, I love that so much. If they went more new metal and less metal core, they would be Seven Dust. Oh, Seven Dust, good. Yeah, I. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Seven oh. Dust. There's <laughs> really, really good guitar work. Their drummer is incredible. And their singer has this really cool, like, like you, you, most new metal bands, they like try to do that, this like, I don't know, they, they try to do screaming stuff and, and, but Seven Dust was never about the screaming. They, they were more about the singing and their singing is more of like, it's not new metal singing. It's almost, like I said, like Howard Jones, you know how Howard Jones has like that almost like operatic kind of voice when he sings, you know, like yeah. beautiful, like resonant. Yeah. yeah. It's Seven Dust is along those same lines vocally. I you know? feel like if Kill Switch music wasn't as, I don't want to say it's cool because it's actually really boring and cookie cutter <laughs> and like it's not spectacular or good. But it is spectacular. No, I good. fucking, I like, they're like my favorite metal band by a huge landslide. But like, <clears throat> If he was singing in some other band and I heard it, I'm like, this guy's voice is fucking lame. I don't that's, like this. But that's that's exactly what I'm talking about, though. Because the guy from Seven Dust wouldn't sound good with any other band except Seven Dust. I would hate him if he was trying to sing for Slipknot or hate him if he was trying to sing for uh, Soulfly. <laughs> But his voice works with their sound, and it's really good. And there's, actually, there's a couple of tracks on this new Seven Dust album that are really, really good. But... Overall, as as an entire album, um, is just is kind of a bummer. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's, I guess we can end on that bummer note. Now, for for real though, so you just uh, you want to do a quick like? Well, I was really uh, bummed out by the Ghost album. Well, you should be because Ghost no. fucking sucks. There's <laughs> there's an instrumental song on that album that has like a fucking like a sexy sax solo in it and it's fucking insane it's so good i, I couldn't dislike ghost more if like if... like that album sounds like elton john wrote it but like not in a cool way <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I, I like that comparison. I've just I've Elton never... John bangs hard. Oh, for sure, for sure. But uh, like, he shouldn't write a metal album. Is well, it, yeah, he is probably it should. Even it, it metal probably... though. No, it's 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 they're like it's rock. It's yeah, a rock it's album. rock. It's it's dark rock. It's not even that dark. I just I I don't I don't get ghost. I don't. Have you heard the the, the sax riff? Is that what you call a sax part? A riff? A r- maybe. Sa- if you heard the sexy sax riff at the end of this instrumental song, you would shit. It's. I'll so, check it out. It's there's, so fucking good. There's speaking of sexy sax riffs, the the Soulfly album actually ends with an instrumental track. With a sax riff. With a sax solo in it, and it's awesome. It's. I awesome. want a sax solo in something. There was a. There, so we're going to get off topic here, but there was a hardcore band from Northwest Indiana, and in, I want to say maybe like 2003, 2004, uh, that had a saxophone player. It was a hardcore band with a saxophone player, and it it was awesome. And actually, I think, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know what ever happened. I don't even remember what they were called, and I feel bad now. I Sex is cool. Shouldn't have even brought it up. Fucking stupid. How do you not know who, like, what they're called when you know that some specific shit about them? Because I, I was... A friend of a friend of the guy that played saxophone actually on the oh. in the band, uh, Quinn Quinn Richmond. I'm now I threw that name out there. That might be completely wrong. It might not be the guy that played saxophone in the band at You're all. You're just saying. I'm stuff. saying things now. I'm saying. Th- <laughs> I swear to God, though. I swear to the, whatever. It, it's not important. Um, so my. <laughs> this is gonna be the most awkward ending of any podcast ever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I'm sure people are enjoying this. I one time saw a blues band, and they had a guy that played, like, a big arcade machine. I was a friend of a friend of a guy named <laughs> Brian. Oh, fuck. I thought you were being serious with this. No, and I'm just saying like, random shit like you were. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, you don't have to make me sound like an idiot. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, number one albums of the year, uh, Turnstile, Time and Space, and Trash Boat, Crown Shyness. Is that uh, how we can sum yep. it all up then? 100%. Um, and also, just just on another note, uh, Turnstile saw them live for the first time a couple weeks ago. And holy shit, if you have a chance to see Turnstile live, fucking go. Even if you don't like their music, go. It's just, they, they have so much energy, and they were so fun to watch, and it's just good. Good, good, like, it's weird, like, upbeat hardcore yeah it's like surfer hardcore except for they're from the east coast they're not surfers but you surf in that ocean too can you can you surf in boston can you surf in boston i don't know (laughs) i don't know the answer to that i always just imagined it's the the east coast like the whole ocean is just real fucking still the whole time (laughs) no i mean just it's like the weather's not right for surfing right i'm sure at some parts maybe i don't know you could probably surf there i don't know Anyway, so <laughs> Turnstile, Time and Space, Trash Boat, Crown Shyness, uh, and any of the other albums. Maybe, you know, I'll uh, put together a Crucial Tunes playlist of our top music on All Spotify. Right. And I, uh, we'll, we'll officially, we've got a Facebook page. You, if you're listening to this episode, you can officially now check us out on Facebook. Cool. Look up Crucial Tunes. Uh, it's got the cool logo. It's a black logo with like neon letters with a skeleton boombox and a boombox it's, it's fucking fucking rad logo um but yeah check us out uh, just follow us on facebook we're, we'll probably start pushing the social media stuff now because uh yeah. i believe this show is going to be coming to the journey into comics network very soon um maybe within a couple of weeks i think um the new season of journey into comics starts so uh be you'll be checking us out every other week uh from here on out i guess um cool so with that being said, journeyintocomics.com, 
Crucial Tunes on Facebook. Um, we'll get our social media plugs out on the next episode because we don't have everything together yet. But uh, we are on Facebook already. So yeah, come check there. us out. And I will drop a Spotify playlist on the Facebook page with all of our top albums on it. Um, are we doing whole albums? Just like We should probably just songs. do singles. Like, like pick like two songs per album. Yeah, okay. just that way people don't get overwhelmed trying to listen to these albums. Sure. And then if you like the if you like the two songs, absolutely check out the full albums because they're worth it. So uh, thanks for tuning in to Crucial Tunes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, you want to sign out? Yeah. Peace.